Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? They're in the computer? This is getting out of hand. Wow! Strange things are afoot. Hold your potato! Listen. You smell something? Hello and welcome to the Clear History Podcast, where we talk about all the crazy weird stuff that we came across uh, while we were working. We're <laughs> on the toilet, whatever, it doesn't matter. You gotta keep your YouTube feed just flowing with all the craziness. I agree. I'm your old pal Steve, and with me as always is... Hot Hands Megan. And today our guest is actually my boss, Sean. Hi! <laughs> <laughs> Were you also searching weird things at work? No, never. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're pretty sure that uh, the boss above us probably won't listen to this, and if he does, he probably won't really care. No, probably not. Maybe. He we might work... be impressed with our um, wide range of knowledge. The, he should be impressed with all the things that we can get done at work while also diving into these deep dives. Deep dives. <laughs> well, speaking of deep dives, my dive this week... May have been a little bit too much for my psyche. Oh, no. I decided to, I'm watching, to, listening to too many true crime documentaries, so I decided to just look at, you know, my weird alien stuff that I don't really look at. And uh, a recommended video that came up was regarding the Mandela effect, which oh, I believe God. you both have heard of. Mm. I originally. I feel like everybody's maybe heard a little bit about right, it. Like, I had heard a little bit about it, and I had heard about the whole Nelson Mandela thing, and I also remember Nelson Mandela dying. Yeah. When I was younger, but I'm also terrible at history. I feel like I was too young for it to really even be something that I'm thinking about when I'm... What year was that? 83. 83, Okay, so I was so young that I was not even alive for seven years. Right. So, (laughs) but, so I I never, like, really went into it deep. I decided to go into it deep today. So for anyone listening, the Mandela effect is saying that there are a certain set of people that remember slight details in life differently than other than what they actually are mm-hmm. and the and first example is Nelson. that's why it's called the mandela effect so there are a set of people that remember nelson mandela dying in prison rather than becoming president for a year and then die, dying later in 2013 mm-hmm. and i the first time i remembered hearing about I thought it was weird when I heard that nelson mandela died in 2013 because i went whoa i thought he died a long time ago but yeah I mean, I was seven at the time, so I mean, I wasn't like super old, but I watched a lot of TV, so I mean, I remember seeing things, you know. Yeah, I don't uh, know, but the, the whole premise is there. People believe there are these either these alternate realities that some of us have lived in, uh, or that we all lived in. The other, I mean, the most logical explanation for it is that we have a collective misinformation or misremembrance of things, but I don't know that I completely yeah. believe it. Or it's, I mean, if you if you think about how the news works. How they influence us. Well, I mean, it's it's basically you get a snippet, right, of a story. Right. Like a headline or a, you know, a splashing. It's only gotten worse uh, as time goes on with, like, the internet and stuff because nobody reads the actual article. They just read the tagline. And then... She said, I don't even read my Instagram post. <laughs> so you're constructing your own reality. Yeah. I mean, I think we yeah. are. And I think we have always have been, you know, I... to some point. But, but, uh... It, so I think that there are different explanations, and one of them is pretty deep and has to do with the CERN and the large... Mm. I thought you were about to say Berenstein Bears. Well, that we're going to get into some Berenstein Bears stuff. 
But look up the Mandela effect if you want to. You can read more about the theories behind it. Today, I'm just going to ask you two several questions (laughs) to see what you remember and if anyone else has a different way of remembering things. So the biggest one would be Nelson Mandela, obviously. Mm. The other major one that people talk about is the Mona Lisa. Mm. I remember she had like a slight smirk, but it was like the debate was, is she smiling? Is she frowning? And that's the interesting thing about the painting is that you don't really know what she's doing. Also, you don't know where she's looking. Is she looking ahead? Is she looking to the left or what? Yeah, I always kind of thought that it was uh, she had the look of uh, I just farted. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. There, there was always there was always that debate of is she farting. what is her expression? <laughs> is she farting? Does she have enough fiber in her diet? Right. But, I mean, now there's no debate. It's she's smiling. What is she smiling yeah. at? Also, the debate of, I remember the biggest thing, too, was who was the Mona Lisa? Mm-hmm. People didn't know who she was. Do you remember that? Yeah. yeah. Well, apparently now it's always been known who she was. Hmm. Really? Yes, yeah, she was the wife of... Uh, <laughs> the Count de Lisa. Something like that. <laughs> Fran- Francesco de something or well, other. Well, because you had to have some sort of scrant to be able yeah. to... They said Get, uh, La... Was it Da Vinci? Yeah, wife of right? Francesco. Anyways, just some, some Da Vinci wasn't poor. Leonardo Da Vinci. You had to, you know... But right, but... Little known fact, what she was smirking at was Da Vinci was a known nude painter. Oh. You didn't know that? Now I do. <laughs> I, I didn't know that either, but <laughs> it sounded all right. It sounds like the little <laughs> Mandela fucky over here. Okay, so that's... The, Mandela fucky, I think. Mandela fucky. <laughs> it's one of the major ones. The other major one that Steve mentioned is the Bernstein Bears. Yes. It, is it an A or an E? Bernstein or Bernstein? And it Me was being always, a terrible speller, I don't think that I would be a good source Me for being a meticulous speller, it was Bernstein with an E. Steen. I was, I was always a Steen with an E as well. Yeah. Uh, I, you know, I read a lot of those books when I was a kid, and I always, it was always with an E. Uh, apparently, it's an A. That they, okay, I'm going to say, I'm not going to say the correct version is an A. I'm going to say in our current reality, mm-hmm. it's an A. It's an A. Oh, in this universe. So yeah. that's the other major one. So I'm going to ask you guys a couple more questions and we'll see what you what your answers are. Um, okay, Steve, what color is the Pillsbury Doughboy scarf? Blue? Blue. It's white. It's never been blue. Ever. Hmm. I'll have thing. to uh, check my Pillsbury Doughboy uh, action figure I have at home. <laughs> of course you would. <laughs> The Stay Puft Marshmallow, although... He's a sailor. Yeah, he's a sailor. He has a sailor little blue He's thing just on. a sailor in a town looking to have a good time. Yeah. I don't trust him. Okay, next one. Um, who fell down the well? Lassie or Timmy? Timmy. Timmy always fell down the well. <laughs> right, but in our current reality, Lassie yeah. fell down the well. No, Lassie came back and barked and said that Timmy fell down the well. I'm telling you that in our current reality, Lassie falls down the well. Stop searching while I'm talking. <laughs> You're just going to accept what I take tell you right now, because I already did this. Oh, Jessica McClure Morales. I already searched, and I That's got... That's sad. This is like a real who fell down the well. This is... Okay, <laughs> stop it. Yes, do not Google who fell down the well. That was okay, a... next a... one. Never Timmy. Yes. <laughs> Alice in Wonderland. Tweedledee and, and Tweedledum. Mm. What was on top of their hat? It's a flower? Like a daisy? They actually had propellers. Most people uh, say it's a propeller or a flower. Mm-hmm. It's actually a flag now in our current reality. I mm. don't... 
Remember oh, that? like the classic like, kid with the... With yeah. the okay, the I know, Steve, mm-hmm. that you don't know much about Star Trek, but, Sean, this isn't a question so much as, did you know that in The Next Generation, in our current reality, Jean Picard has a crystal in his hand in over 80 episodes? And I am an avid Star Trek watcher. I grew up watching that show. I have seen every single episode numerous times, and I do not remember him ever holding a crystal in his hands. No. No, not at all. Yeah. Not at all. That's, that's a thing. That kind of changes weird. him. Yeah. Um, let's see, what island is the Statue of Liberty located on? It's its own island, Statue of Liberty Island. Mm-hmm. Okay, did you ever hear about the Statue of Liberty attack? That one I had not heard of before. And that's Wait, with Mysterio from Spider-Man? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> no. Supposedly, yeah. In 1916. Yeah, the Nazis attacked the Statue of Liberty, and that's why we can't go into the, the torch. torch anymore. And supposedly, I don't think it was Nazis. I knew that it was terrorists, but I think it was, it was Nazis. No, it was Germans. It was not. It wasn't the Nazi party, but it was Germans. The ding. Yeah, and it was apparently fucking Reich too, right? Reich (laughs) too. In current in current money, it was five hundred million dollars in damage, Mm -hmm. and none of us have ever heard of it. I heard about that. Right, but when? But when? In the last two years. Two 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 years, years, right? Um, Another big one is C three PO's leg is silver, his right leg, which I don't remember, and I am a huge Star Wars fan. Mm -hmm. I remember it being silver, but that was in my last like. Five years viewing type Right. Thing. I'm talking about as a kid. Mm-hmm. I feel like my... I feel like it's just shit memory. Now, was it silver before they jettisoned off of the ship down to Tatooine? They are saying it was silver the entire time. I was... Because I, was... I, I kind of thought that, you know, when they when the, um, the Jawas picked him up... He got a little hurt. He got hurt. And in he six. Had, and he had found a different leg, like in the junk pile with the Jawas. Well, when was, when was he now. backpacked by... That was in uh, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Well, because the other thing is that I I looked at... That, we were talking about this earlier today. And I looked at that and it was saying that even though the silver leg was silver, it was reflecting off the sand on Tatooine or his gold. other leg. But on the in the spaceships, mm-hmm. it's all white so you can notice. But otherwise, you don't really notice. Okay, what color, Steve, are were Hitler's eyes? Blue. Sean? No, they weren't blue. They were brown. Yeah, that's what I always Didn't knew. They, they were brown. Cute little blue eyes. He actually, in our current reality, did have blue eyes. But I remember, like that was the well, thing. Well, because he was Jewish. They were saying his master race was supposed to be you know, blonde or blue eyed, but he didn't blue have eyes. That was the thing. Oh we yeah, that's told. the thing. That's yeah. right. No, and now okay. he has blue eyes. That's right. When did that change? Or was that just some misinformation from when we were younger? That's no, but that's now that he says that you're supposed to have blonde hair, blue eyes, but that he didn't. That Hitler didn't. That was the big thing. He had brown eyes. Black or like brown dark, hair. Dark brown eyes. Yeah. yeah, brown. I don't know about his eyes though. Yeah. I don't remember the eyes. But I remember specifically. I never looked yeah. longingly into a <laughs> no. psychopath's eyes. No, no. Well, and plus all the pictures I ever seen were black and white, so it's really kind of hard to tell. That's true. I mean, we could, we could go down to Argentina and ask him. Okay, uh, let's see. Here's another one. Tom Cruise in Risky Business. What does mm. he wear when he does the dance? He wears a uh, a, a tan. Button-up shirt, long sleeve, and underpants, and long socks. I thought it was a pink button-up shirt with white underpants and white socks. Yeah, white underpants and white socks. What color is the shirt? It's pink pinstriped. No. Yes, and everyone, but everyone remembers white shirt or off-white shirt with sunglasses. Mm -hmm. But he doesn't actually wear sunglasses. sunglasses. No, he doesn't wear the sunglasses. That's another one. I think that one's just people misremembering. 
Um, okay. Well, well it's also I people who co- people who cosplay it or like wear it for a Halloween yes. costume. I think that's the problem. Like they're because just wearing whatever shirt they had that's button on. I was seeing things like a lot of things was like people are. I will probably remember the Simpsons version of anything before the actual version of anything. So that's what's fucking me up. But I don't. I don't never really watch the Simpsons. I watched every. I know it all. Oh, the, season four. I watched way too many. Seasons. Until fourteen, at least. Does the Monopoly man have a, a monocle? Monocle, no. I absolutely remember him having a monocle. I do remember it, but I mean, people change. You know why companies change crap like that all the time? But they though. haven't. They said he's never had. You a know monocle. why though? They're filthy liars. The Monopoly <laughs> man in uh, Nature Calls has. A monocle. Right, every interpretation of him has a monocle. <laughs> Let it be. Why is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Do not pass go. Do uh, not collect five hundred dollars. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna leave you guys with my la- one of my last ones here. Is a fun one. Uh, would you sing safety dance for me? The main. Oh, part. you can dance if you want to. You can leave your friends behind. But if because if they don't dance, dance then. Wait. And they don't dance and they ain't no, no friends, friends of mine. So that's how you would sing it too? Dance you can dance yeah. if you want to. I, I'm, I was You're born in 1990. Okay. You can leave your friends behind. Alright, well actually... And if they can't dance and if they won't dance, then they're no friends of mine. In our current reality, it's they can dance if they want to. I can see your face right now and you click you're very angry. They can dance if they want to. I they watched can leave that, they friends. I watched that sense. video on MTV every damn day because I came home and it was on <laughs> and I watched that delightful little midget <laughs> in the gesture costume <laughs> jumping around everywhere. Yes. That's so. why whenever you see Sean with a saw, he's wearing fucking safety glasses because he knows the safety glasses. I know the safety <laughs> Did you actually know that the safety dance was actually written about safe sex? You can dance, Not. yes, if you watch oh. it, it's an orgy. It's a. Uh, I'm putting my finger through yeah. a circle in my other hand. Well, the yes. safety dance is. You see. dance by yourself. You That's can dance if you dance. want to. You can leave your friends behind. Yeah. But if your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, and they no friends of mine. True story. Both so you dance. can jerk off if you dance. want to. Everybody, yeah. look at your hands. Yes. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. Funny thing, a lot of the songs in the uh, 80s were about masturbation. I think I'm turning Japanese. I think I'm turning yeah. Japanese. I really think, I think so. so. You can dance. <laughs> you can dance. Can you please go wash your hands? Because <laughs> that's, that's the way I remember it. That's the way I remember Please go wash those hands. <laughs> wash your fucking hands. I know what you were doing in there. <laughs> I think the, <laughs> the safety dance is the one that got to me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are several other out there. Just go search oh. Mandela Effect. I feel like a lot of these are like 80s things, and I'm a 90s product. Well, you might... Listen, I have an older brother, and I feel like that influenced me a lot because I've probably seen a lot more stuff than you have. But yeah. it really jarred me. I have two me. older sisters, but they're not. This stuff is uh, the difference. Like this yours, stuff really yeah. jarred me. Like, and, yeah, my uh, my brother was six years older. My sister was eight years yeah, old. You're so, the yeah, you're a young boy too. So I was a young boy, but I mean, the '80s was like the biggest thing that you're saying with the I mean, Mandela. You were actually in the '80s. I was. You're a little bit older than us. A little bit older. The Mandela effect. You see, though, what's happening is not. There's a not lot so much... of cocaine going on in the '80s. <laughs> <laughs> not so much the kids, the kids, the millennials, the kids yeah. of the internet. It's not so much that, but you're seeing people who were born in '70 or whatever, mm-hmm. seeing these Mandela effects who or Mandela effects who have not been around the internet the way we have and are just like, what well, the you know, fuck? Why? What the. Because Fuck. Back to the Future happened in the 80s. Yes, this is still so true. Mm. So, time crime. Time, time crime. <laughs> That's my solution to it. It's a time crime. Uh, if you feel like getting more into it, go look at CERN. I think that they are the gateway to the Alps, also in the gateway to hell. 
So the time crime <laughs> is the theory that in the future, in, well, I don't know, it doesn't matter, but it's supposed to be like in 2026 or some shit, they invent the time machine, people start going back in time, but it's government regulated, and you're not supposed to go back in time, only certain, you know, top level people can go back in time, but what's happening is that there's people going back in time and fucking it up. Making tiny changes. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is, as you know, from Bill and Ted, and Back to the Future, and all the other stupid adventures that mm -hmm. don't make any sense, it splits the time continuum into multiverses. Also, multiverses could probably be in existence anyways. Yeah. Or the super big Hadron Collider is causing minor tears in But also, our, you know, let me finish my theory, because maybe the multiverses, maybe there's uh, a little bit of like soft spots in them, and, and certain things pass, so that's why some people think that Shazam was a movie, and other people say it was only Kazam. It was Shazam and Kazam. <laughs> We're not getting into this argument Shazam again. and Kazam. Shazam existed. A million of us cannot be wrong. Yeah. And Onyx is spelled with a Y or an I. And Pikachu had a black stripe on his tail. Yeah. So, so those are some other ones. Maybe it was Jiffy, not Jiff. <laughs> Yeah, so I maybe, asked my mom that one. My theory today... Well, it's Jeff. It's just Jeff. No, it was Jiffy. It was Jiffy. It's always been Jeff. It was Jiffy. Peanut Pinkham. butter, peanut butter, Jiffy. I did find this really <laughs> unique guy who has a blog. I will link to it on the website. Um, he believes that you can akin all of our realities to chords on a harp. Mm. And so when you make different decisions in your life, you jump from different timelines. So we're in a constantly fluid... Mm. Motion. Actually, I did. Uh, I did read a long, extensive article about a guy, uh, and there's uh, YouTube videos out there that you can look that uh, tells you how you can actually alter uh, your reality that you're living in. Um, and uh, I actually tried it once. It's a glass of water effect, right? So you take a glass of water, about half full, you set it on the table, and then you have an empty glass, and you look at the glass that's half full, and you focus on it, and you decide. Um, what kind of outcome you want to happen in your reality. So say, I want to be more active. I want to be more energetic. And you focus on this glass of water, and you breathe in, you breathe out, and mm -hmm. you, you do this for you know, a considerable amount of time. And then once you feel confident with it, you pick it up and you dump it in the other glass. And that act of thinking about that action and then dumping it into the glass has now changed your reality and altered it. And you... Well, that's motherfucking chaos magic. <laughs> yeah, Steve and I got chaos magic into dating. And <laughs> we did. We got, we got totally chaos magic. So this guy was, we were at the bar for the first time. Out uh, together. Our first date. Mm -hmm. And this guy's like, you guys look like you're in love. You guys look like you've been, or whatever. What do you say? You, you guys are just so happy and in love. You guys love. are so in love. And we're like, uh... <laughs> Did you? Did he then follow up with the uh, champ from Anchorman's whammy? <laughs> I don't know, but he chaos magic does. Chaos magic does, and I'm okay. Anyways, that's the Mandela effect. Don't get in too deep because you won't get out. Um, what's some fucked up shit. All right, time to pay the bills. Here is a message from our sponsor. Have you had encounters with the paranormal? Is there something haunting you at night? Is it in the basement? Is it really big? Check out big fucking ghost removal services. I had a one big old ghost filling up almost half my basement. 
It was knocking over my Christmas knickknacks and taking up too much darn space. Thanks to BFG Removal Services, I can finally build me the tiny train set of my dreams. Visit us at bfgremoval.com and use offer code MYGOODNESS to receive 15% off your next big fucking ghost removal. All right, Sean, what did you bring to the table this evening? Well, I kind of went down this rabbit hole, and this is a, a tale that your uh, grandpappy probably didn't tell you, of course, unless your grandpappy was a, uh, a uh, Choctaw Native American. <laughs> well, who was it? <laughs> well, a, mine was half Cherokee and Chippewa. Half, half Cherokee and Chippewa? <laughs> He's a one of a kind. Was he an Indian outlaw? <laughs> <laughs> so this is... A thing, and I, it, it's recently popped up. I've seen it in a lot of different things uh, around the interwebs, but it is about the Bigfoot Human War of 1855. Oh, my, oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, kind of the gist was this uh, took place in a region uh, that is in present day the United States between uh, the Oklahoma and Arkansas. What? Yeah. The Indian Territory at the The Indian time. Territory at the time. Uh, it was uh, once the mighty Choctaw Nation of Native Americans ruled, um, and uh, the battle took place here, presently in McCurtain County Wilderness Area. So present day, if you go down to the McCurtain County Wilderness Area, this is where this took place. After mm -hmm. you stop at the crossroads, I would assume. Yeah, so you saw the devil. Yeah, so you saw. And then you can go to the site of the Bigfoot. Human we're gonna ride. we're gonna end up having an awesome road trip. I'm so it's excited. Be amazing. <laughs> so, and the other thing is, is uh, this kind of links up that there is a sacred Choctaw mound that is in uh, Mississippi, and they still revere it as a holy place. And we're gonna get circle back to that here <laughs> later because oh. it's very interesting. So, There's a lot of things in Mississippi. Mississippi that are interesting. <laughs> um, so, so we'll go into this. So how did this start? How did this you know, this, this thing start? Well, apparently there is a scourge of unseen bandits that were raiding villages and stuff and taking food. Uh, and then they started taking children. Right? So this, From the big feet? No, no. From the humans. <laughs> okay. The okay. human Native no, American yeah. settlement, the Choctaw okay. tribes. So... What happened was there was this young captain named Joshua LaFleur, and he was a half French, half Choctaw, which was uh, actually well accepted in the Choctaw Nation. Uh, they liked to uh, intercultural breed, uh, as it went. Sure. Yeah. Um, he went and he gathered up this uh, band of Choctaw warriors that were known as the Light Horsemen. So, of these Light Horsemen, the... Uh, the biggest one, the, the leader, um, was a large, towering Choctaw warrior by the name of Hamas Tubi. Hamas Tubi. And he was rumored to be eight foot tall, and he had six sons that went along with him, too, that were all over six feet tall. Mm. Were they incredibly hairy? No, they were not. But they were, they were very large. Were the result of... Uh, angels fucking women, human women? Maybe. Angels. We'll get to this here the in a giant, bit. We'll get to this in a bit, because I, I know where you're going with this, and you may be onto something. But, so basically, 
He gets this party together. They go just barreling off because they're pissed off. Wait, so who's the giant? The giant is a guy by the name of Hamas Tubi. And uh, the article that I had said that was written was actually written by a man named Hamas Tubi. So there is a historical figure of this name during this time period. Wow. <clears throat> that sounds... This, uh, this captain... Uh, Joshua LaFleur also lived during this time period uh, and died in 1855, which we'll get to that here in a bit. Mm. So anyway, so they take this search party out. They're pissed off. You know, kids have been stolen. They're they're pretty angry. So they go riding, and they ride for 14 hours straight, just going across all this place. And they get to this place uh, where the raids were known to be most uh, active. Right. Okay. As they pull up to it, the uh, Lafleur pulls out a spyglass and he's scanning the horizon and he sees some movement down in this tree line. And so he thinks this is the bandits. He's like, "Guys, get ready to go. We're gonna go in there and we're gonna, you know, whoop some butt." How cool to be alive in that time! Wouldn't it be some amazing <laughs> fucking bandits? Just man. bandits and stuff. You're just gonna just go in there and just <laughs> mess some people up. So they go charging across this thing and they bust through this tree line into a clearing. And their horses start freaking out, and the Indians are like, they can't control them because they're all, like, puking because the smell in this clearing is horrible. Oh, it, it smells is, like Sasquatch. It dick. is Sasquatch dick. It smells like Bigfoot. It smells like Indian food. But it was, also, <laughs> it? It was also dead bodies. Oh. Right? So oh, they find corpses. this huge mound, like a burial mound. It was this big mound. And it's covered with dead bodies, mm. right? And on top of this mound is not bandits, but giant hairy monsters. Mm. So, without even thinking, this Captain Lafleur, he he actually gets his horse under control from you know it freaking out, and he rides in and he attacks one, and he's oh, no. shooting it with his pistol, and he's slashing it with his sword. And, you know, is a, is a battle going on, and uh, this monster, like, freaks out, kills his horse out from underneath him, grabs LaFleur, and rips his head off. Oh, my God. Have right? we decided that it's a Sasquatch, or do we not know? We don't know. It's, it's a hairy monster, is what the reports were. Okay. Right? Very tall, stinky, hairy monster. Yeah. So, rips his head off, and this all happens in, like, Seconds, probably. Seconds, right? And so all the other ones, the other the, the other giant Choctaws or whatever, whatever the Tubay, the Tubay yeah. kids and, and the dad. Who are also large. Who are very large, didn't have time to react, right? So they see this captain, who they greatly admire, get his head ripped clean off his body. And so they freak out, and they just open fire. And the reports say they had high-powered rifles, and so they killed most of the Sasquatch that were there. Um, and then some other ones ran off, and the, the guy who ripped off LaFleur's head tried to get away, and one of uh, Tubey's sons chased him down on foot and cut his head off with a bowie knife. Jeez! That's a lot of head and then, and then they sat there and they braced themselves because they thought that they were going to get attacked again by the ones that ran off, right? Because you're thinking, oh, they're going to come back. And it never happened. They never, the other Sasquatch never came back. And so they buried the dead. And they burned the Sasquatch. Waste. They could have... We could have known. We could have known. So... In 1855, we still wouldn't have trusted it. Sure. No. Probably not. Because it would have changed. So it's not like a really, like... (laughs) 
it's somebody really, would have time crimed it and fucked it up. It's a really crazy story to make up. Yeah. So so this is a thing, right? So crazy. So I just looked into it. I, I started doing some research, <laughs> and I found this guy named Dr. Tukio Nashoba, who's an author and a researcher, and he does some Bigfoot research and stuff like that. But he came out and he's like, you know, this is a fanciful story, and it sounds all well and good. He goes, but here's some points, right? He goes, as this story has been passed around, the bandits turned into man-beasts, and the man-beasts have turned into Bigfoot, right? Mm. So it started with bandits, and so now it's that. They so might the have place, been hairy Turkish men. So, yeah. So the place where Joshua <laughs> Lafour was yes. killed means looking for killers in Choctaw, right? So that's what his research he did. The giants from the story as told in Oklahoma and passed down for generations were white men. Ah, so the white men Not Sasquatch. Mm. But they were not hairy biped apes, but white. But they could have been large and hairy. I've seen some large hairy white men. So yeah, but like, these, the original are, like, these Oklahoma, are like English and French and Spaniards. Yeah. Like, they're not the hairiest Well, people. but listen to this. The original Oklahoma legend states that these giants were actually Viking descendants. Ah, from the north. Another point that he brings up is that uh, the weapons that they were talking about them using, they were saying that they were using high-caliber buffalo rifles. Mm -hmm. And uh, really, in that time period, the U.S. Army would not have given natives high-powered rifles to use. Uh, Okay. They just wouldn't have. They would have had maybe musket loaders and stuff like that. Yeah. So there's some holes there, right? So and then I asked, I watched this thing on PBS just the other night too. That was about the Vikings, and uh, there's a Viking account that they talk about the natives of this new world that they found that they called the Skrellings, right? And the Skrellings were natives, and they tried to set up settlements on this new world that they found, coming from the Newfoundland, which is up in Canada, and uh, they eventually left because they first started trading with these people that they found there. But then they started warring with them, and they, they came to the conclusion that, while this is a very beautiful place to live, it is uh, has people that live there that can defend themselves, well defend themselves. Mm-hmm. Right? And this is in Viking texts. Like, this is a great epic journey mm-hmm. type thing that talks about this. So we have it on the Viking side that they interacted with natives of this new place. You have it on the native, native side, side that are talking about it and their thing. So... It got me thinking, so I started researching even deeper, right? Oh and my God. I looked into... It's going to be a long episode, people. Get well, ready. Get ready. Put your boots on. <laughs> so what I found was I started looking into the Choctaw myths, right? And I said, okay, because, you know, a lot of uh, native cultures, you when you talk about Bigfoot, they talk about them as a spirit animal, and it's not necessarily something to fear. The wise right? mountain man or the something. The wise like that. mountain man or whatever, right? Yeah. So I started looking into the Choctaw religion or and, and superstitions and tried to see did they have anything on this? And they did have a Bigfoot in their thing, which was called the Shampy. Okay. And the Shampy was a giant hairy ogre thing that stunk to all heaven, right? <laughs> and they were scared of him and he lived in a deep dark cave and they would come out at night and they would you know steal women and children and stuff like that and it was kind of a don't go out at night and always watch where you're hunting and if you're hunting always leave a small animal 
uh, if you feel like you're being followed by a champy and they will go and eat the animal and leave you alone, right? So this is this goes into their, their behest. They also believed in little people of the forest, which was interesting myself, that I thought was... Halflings. Halflings or gnomes or whatever. Okay. They, they had a whole religion or a superstition about little people of the forest as well. So then that got me looking at other legends, and I found one... <laughs> Getting deep. Getting deep here, people. So, yeah, so the, the Shampi is a malevolent ogre-like monster of the Chicksaw folklore. Uh, it, it attempts to abduct women. So there's that. And then there was the a little story about the legend of Nanhi Wai Cave Mound. It was a mysterious underground realm that the ancestors of the Choctaw lived in and their battle with giants right ah. so this is a legend of the choctaw and it's about the indians of the mississippi have a very interesting ancient legend about the nahi wahi cave mound and this is the mound that i talked about when i started this that's still in mississippi that's still a revered spot for this tribe mm-hmm. the indians tell that once very long time ago their ancestors emerged from an artificial underground world which they considered to be the homeland of their ancestors. Deep in the earth. Hollow earth. Hollow earth. This is a hollow earth. earth. (laughs) It's all hollow earth. (laughs) It was the time that the Choctaw Indians were invaded by a race of red and blonde-haired, white-skinned giants. They were red because they had sunburns. Huge men were dressed in thick skin and carried weapons such as axes and sharp clubs. Fucking Vikings. Fucking Vikings. Garrett's people. The horn and word horned helmets. Okay, that's a lie. That's no. racist. <laughs> no, because no, Vikings didn't they wear horned no. helmets. Yeah, could it have been the Vikings? I don't know. Some or some other foreign people. Have they might have though. Uh, the the or the Choctaw are descendants of the peoples of the Hopewell and Mississippi Mississippian cultures. Can you just say it correctly, Mrs. Scrippy? <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Scrippy. <laughs> So yes, so yes, the uh, the Nania Waya is a fifty foot tall natural geological formation and is located in central, present day Mississippi. Mound is said to have been built by the Hopewell people about one thousand seven hundred years ago. As homage to these. No, they lived in it. They lived. They lived in the. In the earth. Yes. It's a hollow. The Great Mound. Mound. It's not earth. Several natural openings, some of which have been sealed up, but the Choctaw Indians say these openings serve as entrances to a vast, unknown underground realm that was inhabited by their ancestors. When the white giants with horns attacked their people, their ancestors were forced to hide inside the mound for generations. Wow. So then they emerged out of that after generations, and they fought off these enemies with sleeping darts and poison darts that they made out of the mushrooms they found. It. <laughs> what's what's the other Hollow Earth entrance in um, New Mexico? Uh, and Devil's Hole, the so, Mount Shasta. So here's Mount the Shasta. Other. That's in California. What's so, the one that we listened to the podcast? Dolce. Dolce. That's and New then Mexico. fucking Nahani. There's Nahani. one there. So here's the thing, too. <sighs> the 
is Earth is hollow, after people. They, after they came out and got free of there, they still respected the area, but they had a little fear about it, too. Oh they say the mound is inhabited by several supernatural beings. You're ruining my story. One of them is the Shampy, a hair-covered human-like giant who is, has a terrible odor. Okay, so it's housing Bigfoot and aliens and Vikings. Yes, and Vikings in the hollow earth. And now I want to travel to it. I think that your story is not bullshit because they killed something. Mm-hmm. And something killed somebody else. Something killed somebody else. You know, um, credible never... resource, one of our best presidents, the starter of the Moose Party, Teddy Theodore Roosevelt, actually had, you know, he wrote a bunch of books, and one of his books... Included the Bowman incident, which was a big Bigfoot story. So, I don't know. Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Bigfoot human war. Are you an eco-conscious, animal-loving leather daddy looking for a vegan alternative for your vests, harnesses, chaps, hats, and other accessories? Check out pleatherdaddies.com, where we provide everything except the mustache. All of our products are 100% cruelty-free for a clean conscience while you're getting your kink on. We take the cruelty out so you can put it right back in. For a limited time, receive a free cock ring with your order using offer code NOCHICKENSWERHARMED. North of British Columbia mm-hmm. and near the Yukon Territory is a place called Nahani National Park Reserve. And this place is steeped with folklore and mystery. Mm. This park is surrounded by majestic peaks and dotted with geysers, sinkholes, deep canyons, caves, gorges, and primeval forests. This area has been inhabited by the Dene people for over 9,000 years, but they've been afraid to settle the valley there because they believe it to be an evil haunted place inhabited by... Various spirits, specters, and devils. Sometimes the Dene people would venture to that area when desperate for food, only to never be seen again, most of the time. And for the people that came back, they'd tell of a spirit who would make the men vanish like smoke in the wind. (laughs) His unearthly shrieks echoed through the canyons in the night. Sounds like a good time. So, this is just the old folklore. Okay. Um, Legends tell of a race of tall, hairy men. (gasps) Bigfoot. Man-eating giants known as the Nakani, who dwelled in caves during the day and hunted at night. The Dene were terrified of them because they stalked them through the forest, watching them at night outside camp. Hunters who left camp at night would be snatched up and never seen again. Were they also smelly? Uh, never really spoke of the smell. Up there, it's a little bit... It's so not, a little colder, so they don't sweat as much. It's not that fucking swampy, nasty. Yeah, you don't get the swamp ass. The Bigfoot and the South get swamp ass. They do. So, the, so, so this is some of the legends that have been in that area, um, you know, for thousands of years. But, uh, so now white people come there. They came to this region and heard the legends of the Nahani Indians and 
the Nahani were a reclusive people, hostile to strangers, and slaughtered anyone foolish enough to trespass on their lands. So the Nahani were... Were the people of the valley that the Dana were afraid of. Okay, but they were big and hairy? No, it doesn't say that. Okay. The, okay, so this place is scary because there's these big hairy people, maybe, and then there's like these, these, these savage other, other Indians. Stabbing each other Indians, okay. Mm-hmm, but they don't really ever really see them, so what do they know? So not many people went there until after the gold rush in Klondike, which is a big fucking deal, which is actually really cool that you guys should look up the, the Klondike gold rush. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty sad, too, but... Um, a lot of people looking for the next big rush uh, were like looking around and trying to just pan whatever is mm-hmm. up there because they're like, hey, fuck it, we're already dying up here. Right? Dead. <laughs> so most notably were the uh, McLeod brothers. Uh, they heard rivers, uh, rumors of gold being in the Nahani Valley and went there mining. Like Duncan McLeod? Mc- <laughs> McLeod. McLeod? Oh, okay. It looks like McLeod, but uh, they there went. Could be only one. They <laughs> went there and they were never seen alive again. Okay. So three years after not hearing from them, their younger brother organized a search party, and after several days of scanning and traveling into the valley, they found the brothers sprawled out, headless, on the bank of a what river. What is with this headless stuff tonight? This is the Valley of Headless Men. What? Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> um, the heads were never found. Like, they looked around a little bit more to find the heads. Mm-hmm. But it was just bodies without heads. So, like, that makes you think, like, it wasn't just, like, bears. And, like, mm-hmm. the bears and the other animals uh, would have eaten the bodies. They wouldn't just take the head. Clearly, it was the predator Keeping the skulls. Ooh, or is the yeah. Nahani people. Nahani. Or is I mean, Bigfoot. I'd, I'd keep a skull for a bowl. Yeah. It's like a nice decorative piece. Schoolsforbowls.com. Schoolsforbowls.com. <laughs> so, Turn um, that skull into a bowl. Turn that frown upside down. <laughs> so yeah, so now ever, ever since that happened, like uh, there was no name for this valley before. And so uh, the McLeod brother, Charles, uh, the one that wasn't beheaded, the one who started the search party, he like named it... a Highlander it, thing to me. Yeah. <laughs> he named it Headless Valley. So now it's known as Headless Valley. So for some reason, this sparked rumors that the McLeod brothers did find gold and that their rich mine was out there somewhere and that the reason why they were found headless was because another miner... Not somebody under 21, but a miner yes. looking for yes, gold. Yes. Old Prospector, they call him. <laughs> I'm Prospector Pete. I'm going to cut your head off. Cut Wait, off their okay, head. Okay, to so steal you're telling, you're their telling mine. me the last name was McLeod. McLeod. And they were all beheaded. Yes. Just mm-hmm. like in Highlander. Just like in Highlander. <laughs> there could be suspicious. only one it, brother McLeod. This was ni- This is, uh, <laughs> like 1790s. Well, yeah. But the, but the way but the I Highlander, remember Highlanders, he went back all the way to the, the motherfucking <laughs> all the beheadings, <laughs> Mandela affecting you. I'm Prospector Pete. I'm going to cut your head off. <laughs> We're so then, in now. About a hundred <laughs> years later, uh, Martin Jorgensen Ooh. went to the valley to pan, 
And he had a pretty nice operation going there. He built a cabin. He knew a lot of people around there. People knew that he was there. Uh, and, yeah, he had, like, a sweet cabin set up. And then, all of a sudden, under mysterious circumstances, his cabin was found burnt down. His skeleton found, um, which would have been in the cabin if it wasn't burnt down, among the ashes with no skull and no skull to be found. Head's gone. Highly. No head. Then, in 1945, Ernest Savard was found dead in his sleeping bag. No head. So, like, hundreds of years of no heads. Of no heads. I mean, well, this was late 1700s to 1945. Well, it makes sense. I mean, Wookiees rip off arms, and Bigfoot rips off heads. No, because you said in your story. <laughs> yeah. So, this is probably kind of connected. Yeah. That's crazy. I didn't, I've never heard of the Bigfoots ripping off heads. Wait a second. Here's one. Trapper John O'Brien, around the same time, 1945-ish, was found frozen to death, gripping a pack of matches next to a spent campfire. Witnesses said it seemed like he was flash frozen. Like he was in the middle of doing something. He was just like... But he had a head. And he was next to a campfire? He had a head. Hmm. He had a head. But it says by 1969... (laughs) The numbers! He no longer had a head? 44 (laughs) people had vanished mysteriously in this valley. Hmm. So, it's the Valley of Headless Men... Other phenomena, such as mysterious lights, UFO, Sasquatch, bear dogs, maybe a secret entrance to Hollow Earth, or also thoughts of a thin spot in our dimension that might cross to other dimensions, people ripping shit off, running home, (laughs) look at the city near eyebrow, I don't know. (laughs) Um, The other thing is like, why is this a national park? Most of it hasn't been explored. Uh, maybe it's a secret military base. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's... Wait, has it not been explored because it's not allowed to be explored or because people are too afraid to explore it? The Canadian government hasn't done a proper survey like they would usually do in most other ones. Probably because they want to keep their heads. Oh, maybe because they don't want to freeze their assholes off because it's fucking cold. cold. It's, it's subarctic. It's cold. And, and this is like in the middle of the mountains mm-hmm. in the Mackenzie region, and it's it's crazy. But like, it's kind of it's kind of weird. Like all this crazy stuff that happens in this particular region, it's been like known to be like a super creepy, spooky place that the uh, you know Danav people yeah, never wanted to ever go there. there. Yeah. So well, you, re- you see someone spookiness. with their head ripped off, you don't ever want to go back there. See, that's the question, though, because it's like... We talk about getting head heads cut off? off a lot on this podcast. Was their head cut off, or was it ripped, ripped. off? Is it a Sasquatch, or is it an axe squatch? Uh, an axe squatch. <laughs> is that a Sasquatch that uses a lot of axe body spray? That's what I'm thinking. So it's a completely different type of stink. So it's you got the, the swamp-ass stink, and then you got the axe body spray stink. <laughs> All right, guys, here is your five fast facts. Number one, Montezuma's revenge is when he get diarrhea from traveling to Mexico caused by drinking the water that you're not used to. <laughs> or too, has, too much too much tequila. It has a little bit of E. coli that uh, between your cheek and travelers gum. will not be used to. <laughs> There's other forms of it that like from different like Bali butt and stuff, like depending on different um, different conditions of different places that you're at. Mm-hmm. Anyways. So two 
Elephants. That's called the Bali Barracuda, though. Ooh, <laughs> <my word. laughs> Elephants react to humans the same that humans react to puppies. They think we're cute. Aww. And some psychopathic and, elephants want to drown us. Okay. And we do tricks. Hey! <laughs> A McDonald's Big Mac is 563 calories. Gross. That's Keep it. Uh, a third order lake island is an island in a lake on an island in a lake on an island. And the largest one is on Victoria Island in Nunavik, Canada. East Nunavik. of what I was just talking about. East of the Valley of the Headless Horse. The place no, that nobody wants none. No horses. Mm, you want none of it. None of it. Actually, that's like the least populated uh, area of Canada. Makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> I bet they're not on ChristianCanucks.com, but they should be. <laughs> Speaking of least uh, populated and too north to want to go to, number five, North Dakota wants you to join their best for last club. If you tell them at the visitor center... That North Dakota is your 50th state, they freak out and they give you a t-shirt, a certificate, a picture by a sign, a pin, a magnet, and you get to sign the Best for Last Club logbook. So they're really banking on being the least interesting state. (laughs) All right, well, uh, thank you for your fast facts, Steve. We're going to talk about my additional search terms for the week. Uh, this one kind of relates to Steve and Sean's topic for today. It's oh, fuck. hairy Turkish men. <laughs> <laughs> and the Could women the whole time. And, and the, the women who love them. <laughs> <laughs> Please search it. Um, probably not at work. Not safe work. Mm. Okay, uh, number two, the big clapper. You mm. will not be disappointed. That sounds infectious. It does. <laughs> yes. It sounds like something the big bopper had. This is the thing Papa's making. (laughs) And number three, ground beef midget wrestling. Oh. Now is it midgets that have been turned into ground beef that people wrestle in? You're going to have to search Uh, to find out. (laughs) Alright. Thanks for listening, everybody. Keep your search history weird, and we'll see you next week. Hey. Are you tired of eating your Cocoa Puffs from a little kiddie bowl? Do you want a bowl that will strike fear in your enemies? They come to skullsforballs.com and hear the lamentation of the women. These bowls are high quality, human harvested from sizes small to extra large. Go now to skullsforballs.com and use the promo code SKULLSKULLSKULLS5 